Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Northern Exposure. This here episode is the Variety Pack. Now we're just talking about whatever the hell I feel like it. I've been away from you for a little while. I've been away on business for my, uh, for my career job. I've been on the road for the last week or so. And then testing out some new software out in the field, which has been going exceptionally well. I'm joined today by a guy that you probably remember if you've been listening since day one, my good friend Kevin Growth. Kevin, say hello to the people. Hey guys, nice to be back. Thanks for having me back with you again, Jay. Absolutely, absolutely. Welcome to the Variety Pack. So this is going to be a fun little episode and we're going to get into some things that you've been doing. I know you've had some business changes that have come up. Uh, over the last couple months that have transpired, especially the last couple weeks, things have been busy for you, and we'll get into that shortly. Here on the Variety Pack, we're just going to take a journey, and we're just going to go wherever the hell I feel like it. Shotgun Blast. That shotgun Blast, that's pretty much it. And uh, my mind has been blown this week. Um, you're a football fan. Oh, yeah. You've probably heard Andrew Luck retired. Yeah, yeah. Right. So... Normally, now, you know me, Kev, if I wanted this podcast to be exclusively sports, I could probably do that. Oh, for sure. I, I could probably do that. We could talk NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, NLL, which is lacrosse. Uh, even if it's a single sport, we can go on for hours. Yeah, we could go on for hours. I bowl. I mean, you want to talk about swimming? I don't lacrosse, really... Lacrosse, soccer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Olympics, exactly. X, X Games. Exactly. I like a variety of sports, so it'd be very easy to make this podcast. Sports are life. Yeah, for me it Come is. On. For me it is. Um, but Andrew Luck retired in... We, if you listen, if you're a fan of the show and you've been listening, we had the fantasy football episode with me and my uh, two cousins, and we actually ranked Andrew the number two quarterback in the league this year. We were doing our little crystal oh, ball. Why wouldn't you though? Right, right. We were doing our little crystal ball segmentation, and uh, you know Andrew Luck, depending on health, was our number two ranked quarterback in the league, behind Patrick Mahomes and ahead of Aaron Rodgers. That was unanimous for all three of us. Wow, you guys put him ahead of Aaron. We did. We did. Wow. We did. It was tough. For me and Matt, it was tough. I can't, yeah. sp- I can't speak for Mike. Mike probably doesn't. Mike doesn't give a <laughs> shit. Mike just likes players. As I said, he likes how the pants fit and hug the ass and all that other good stuff, which is fine. How the shoulder pads sit and the helmet and the eye black really turns him on. Um, and that's not a problem, but Andrew Luck decided that he is going to retire. And that's typically not a big deal. I mean, with Andrew's history, basically his career in a nutshell, uh, he was the number one overall pick in 2012. He's a four-time Pro Bowl selection. He was last year the 2018 NFL Comeback Player of the Year, which is a nice award, but I could tell you as a fan of the NFL for over three decades, and I honestly don't know off the top of my head how long they've been giving this award out, it's not an award you really want to win because it means your previous year was pretty fucked up. You were hurt or whatever. It wasn't the most memorable on your resume. Right, right. When you become the NFL Comeback Player of the Year, that is typically synonymous with either you had a substantial injury or, God, drugs and rehab. <laughs> Who, knows? Who knows? Who knows? But that's kind of the direction that it goes in. Um, so Andrew Luck decided... And he's, so, again, I told you, first pick in 2012, um, out of 112 possible NFL games that he could have played, and he played in 86. So 
he was slightly injury prone, which has been going on um, for the last couple of years, obviously. Yeah, three or four years now. Three or four years in a row. Physical problems. He's been having some physical problems, uh, s- substantial injuries. Like the reason he became the comeback player of the year is because he had that shoulder injury, injury, and he basically had to retrain himself to throw again. And you can remember in this episode, I was basically ranting about that stretch he had. He had like nine straight games where he had three or more touchdown passes. I right. mean, he was a monster. Well, this year he comes in, he's got some lower body problems, having calf problems. And uh, he had gone on record to finally say that he was just mentally exhausted. He had caught himself in this vicious cycle over the last three, four years of injury, pain, rehab. And the only way he saw himself getting out of this cycle was to leave football. Fine. I mean, there's and he's 29 years old, so he's got a lot of life ahead of him. He's highly um, educated, too. Yes, he's a Stanford grad. He went to Stanford. Smart person. Smart guy. Uh, great personality. NFL career can end your first, your first real game. Correct. You know, and that's what a lot of people don't... You don't, don't... backup plan? Yeah. What are you going to do? A lot of people don't realize that, you know, there's a reason after five years in the league you're considered a veteran is because most people don't make it that long. Right. I think, I don't have the stat off the top of my head, but if you told me 85% of NFL players didn't make it more than five years, I wouldn't be surprised. I well, mean, yeah, we, between injuries or somebody way better comes through and way then, better, you know, next thing you know, they're not on any team. Look at Drew. Look at Drew Bledsoe. That's how Brady got the job. Bledsoe right. got cracked. Right. I mean, if you're a young New England Patriots fan, twenty or less, you honestly have no idea how your quarterback even came to fruition. And I highly recommend going back in time and watching that, watching that season where Bledsoe got pounded, and Bledsoe actually came back in and won you the AFC Championship in Pittsburgh. A lot of people forget that. Bledsoe was a great quarterback, but he got walloped, and Brady got a chance to go out there and play a little bit, and uh, it's been a love story between Brady and Belichick ever since. The thing that I wanted to get into about Luck's retirement is the Indianapolis Colts organization, to me, I mean, holy crap, did you fumble. So Saturday, Colts are having a game, preseason game against my nemesis. I'm a Packer backer, no, but it's not a surprise to people who cheese know me. Head. That's right, I'm a cheesehead till I die. They're playing the Bears. And somehow, Luck had obviously reached that decision at some point throughout that day or maybe the day before, whatever the timeline is. He was going to announce it, press conference. Okay. Somehow, the rumor leaked that he was retiring. And you know in today's information age with some cell phones. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. 30 seconds. Spread every, through the arena. social media outlet in the world. Spread through the stadium like freaking wildfire. Oh, yeah. So this guy's leaving the field after the game to booze. Horrible. He's getting greeted by Horrible. booze. He said it hurt. He went on record to say it hurt. I mean, it's to the point where you've got Colts fans... Um, Asking for season for season ticket holder Colts fans asking for refunds. That's ridiculous on their tickets. Now here's the thing. In Troy Aikman, I'm going to pull this up real quick so I have it for a reference. Troy Aikman honestly just became one of my most favorite human beings. Okay, so do you know who Doug Gottlieb is? He does the Doug Gottlieb show on FS1. He's a yep. sports figure. Yep. He's a talking head. Oh yeah. Well, before I tell this story, Doug Gottlieb, I think it was back in like '96 or '97. 
He was guilty of like swindling some Notre Dame kids out of money or some shit. So Doug Gottlieb is not a saint. Uh, he might not be invited into heaven kind of thing. So Doug had a take on Andrew Luck's retirement that he decided to go to Twitter. And we know Twitter, man. There ain't no goddamn privacy on Twitter. Oh, goody, goody. You put it on Twitter, <laughs> that's it. When you put it on Twitter, that shot's fired. Especially you, if you're a big name. Right. You're a big enough name and you're talking about a big name and you go to Twitter, shot's fired. People are going to see it. So Doug Gottlieb just said, simple, one sentence. Retiring because rehabbing is, quote unquote, too hard is the most millennial thing ever. Hashtag Andrew Luck. That's Doug Gottlieb. Little insult at Andrew uh, at Andrew Luck for being a millennial and insinuating that he's soft. Well, I could tell you as a football fan, Luck has had the last couple years of anything have been anything but luck. He's been hurt. So Troy Aikman, out of all people, and I'm in Buffalo Bill country, so I know Buffalo Bill fans don't love them some Troy Aikman. But after he says what he's got to say here, you might change your mind. I think he just became my favorite sportscaster, at least for right now. He'll be able to ride this wave for a few days. Troy Aikman fired right back on Twitter, and I'm going to quote it. I'm reading it right here. That's bullshit, Doug. What qualifies you to decide how someone should live their life? So you're the authority on what motivates Andrew Luck, question mark. And if his decisions don't fit into what you think is best for him, then you rip him. Guess that's what keeps you employed on FS1. Nice. Troy Aikman. And I think that's pretty much puts it in perspective. Who is Doug Gottlieb to come out of left field and stir up the shit pot about why a guy is going to retire? Yeah, I'd like to see Doug Gottlieb dress for a game. And take a fucking hit, Take Doug. a couple hits. And, I'll bet you he takes one hit and he's like, oh no, I'm yeah, done. I got your millennial thing. I think it was Deacon Jones. And this is the thing, like, you go back in the day, like, even the sports broadcasters, like, give me Howard Cosell again. Yeah, I know Cosell. I, Howard. I know he was tanked in the booth, but it was awesome because he would just tell it how it is. The way he said stuff. You know, give me Madden, give me Summerall. Right. You know, these broadcasters are softer than baby shit. If you played a down a day in your life, Doug, nobody ever heard of it. And, uh, damn, you know, it's just, a, it's a much different, it's different hearing it from some of these guys that you never played it yeah, down. it's easier to say it than it is yeah, to Yeah, a day it. in your life, you know, versus a guy like maybe Jason Witten saying it or something like that. But they wouldn't do that because, as Deacon Jones says, you make a decision to give your body to the game. The game owes you nothing. And when it's time to go, it's time to go. Exactly. The guy's hurting. It's time to go. And I understand, Colts fans. I understand. You're right there with us in Green Bay. You've had two. I mean, Luck arguably would have been a Hall of Famer. I don't know if his resume is big enough now. That's going to be a very realistic argument against their, uh, Andrew Luck. Is his resume big enough to get him in the Hall of Fame? Again, first overall pick in 2012. Here we are in 2019. He gone. Seven years, you know. I he, think he made a smart move. I think he did too, from a health standpoint, a personal standpoint. You know, I don't know much about his personal life. I don't know if he's a married man. I don't know if he's a daddy. Um, but you know, you got to be able to get out of bed when you're forty. He's a smart guy. I don't think he's done with the NFL. I'm not. Oh wrong. no, he'll be commentator somewhere. Possibly. I mean, possibly coaching. Who if knows? he doesn't want to, I think the option would be there for him. Um, but rumor has it Brett Favre has been taking passes in Louisiana. Really? 
Well, yeah, because he coaches a high school team. So I just, right. wanted, to, I just wanted to start some oh. shit. No, Brett, Brett Favre's not coming <laughs> like out of real. retirement. That's a little known fact. Brett Favre is a state championship winning high school football coach. Wow. Yeah, he's. can you imagine Brett Favre as your fucking coach? I mean, just Outrageous. Christ almighty. <laughs> that would be intense. But here's the thing. Colts fans, I get you. I get you. You had Peyton Manning. You had Andrew Luck. Between the two of them, you got one Super Bowl. I feel you. We had Brett Favre, we got Aaron Rodgers. Between the two of them, we got two Super Bowls. We've been to three. I get you. It's not enough. You feel like you're getting screwed over. But at the same time, Andrew's got to do what Andrew's got to do. Don't shit on the guy. I mean, just be a human being. Have some empathy. He's He cried on that podium. I mean, obviously... I, I, we'll never understand it, man. We'll never have the perspective of an NFL top-tier quarterback. Well, the you amount. gotta think. Look, look historically. How many players have gone through the same situation, and they stuck with the game, and then they end up having a catastrophic injury. Tony Baselli jumps to mind. He was the great offensive lineman when the Jacksonville Jaguars first came about. He was their number one pick, I believe. I believe Tony Baselli was the first ever player picked by the Jacksonville Jaguars. He protected Mark Brunel, great offensive lineman. I was watching something on him. Tony Baselli can't even move. Yeah. Okay, he can't or even or move. they're so beat up after yeah. the fact that they're stuck on pain yeah. drugs His now. wife had to put on his shoes. Yeah. It's so... You gotta make a decision. I understand his fans. These guys get they get ridiculous contracts. We put them on pedestals. We treat them like gods. And it's almost unfair. We forget they're human. We do. You you would be hard pressed to convince me back in the day that Michael Jordan was fucking human. Oh no, he was a god. He was a god <laughs> on the bed. He was a god. Yeah. You almost planned on it happening sometime midway through the third quarter that Michael was taking the game over, and it didn't matter what the Bulls were down by. They were going to come back, and they were going to beat your ass. And my great-grandmother loved her New York Knicks, and, God, Michael Jordan ripped her heart oh, yeah. out a back, bunch of back, times. Back in the day, you heard the initials right. MJ. Right. Worldwide. Right. Anybody in the world, pretty right. much. Well, look heard at the, the initials MJ. They, the only question that they had was, Michael Jordan or Michael Jackson? Right. Right. Which they're, which they're MJ icons. are you talking about? They're icons. Right. They're, they're at a whole new level. So I think that's the challenge as fans. We put these guys on a much higher platform than we would put your average human being. We almost think because they get these contracts, they owe us the fans something. No, I think those are the, false expectations. False expectations. But I think the proof is in the pudding with people that want a refund on season tickets. Did you buy season yeah. tickets to see the Colts or did you buy season tickets to see Andrew Luck? And I get it. I get it. Well, your ticket says, and as well as at the Ticketmaster or wherever you bought your tickets... Colts. Season's tickets to the Indianapolis Colts. Right. Now listen... Not season's tickets to be in the grandstand sitting next to him. Right. Luck. Now as we're talking about this... I feel for you guys. Don't get me wrong. As we're talking about this and we're talking about gods and we're talking about putting guys on a pedestal, real quick before we go to break, if you people are out there and you're getting fed up of the major sports but you like sports and you're looking for something that you can have a good time, especially if you've got a team in your city, the National Lacrosse League. These guys got regular full-time jobs, just like yours truly, and then they come and they get together, practice maybe one, two days a week, and they put on a hell of a season, indoor lacrosse, 
as I like to call it, hockey on crack. And they're not being paid six to yeah, seven figures. They're not being paid six, seven figures. You're lucky if you can make a hundred K a year doing lacrosse. That's if and you're there's, a top player. There's a very small percentage of guys that do that and they're playing year round and they're playing in a plethora of leagues and they've also got endorsements through like Warrior Lacrosse and Bryn and anybody else. Exactly. You gotta have something or they're running clinics where they do make a little scratch. But these guys are blue collar as hell. They put on a hell of a game. Yours truly, very loud and proud Rochester Nighthawks season ticket holder. My uncle sits right behind me, been there since day one. We have rebranded. We are now owned by Pagula Sports Entertainment, the same people that own the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Sabres. You know who these folks are, the NLL, the National Lacrosse League. And if you like the outdoor game, the PLL, the Premier Lacrosse League. Oh, Pretty cool. Yeah, introduced this. This was the inaugural season. It was introduced by Paul Rabel. Uh, The league travels so they don't have a home stadium so to speak they have a designation where the club is from but there's no home games the league actually travels to a neutral venue oh yeah you were telling yep. me about that a few weeks ago six yeah. team league right now i believe it's, it's very small still very small but they're they're looking like they're coming back for another season it's been very popular they do um they mic all the players up right there on the field they can talk to them live during dead balls it's really cool very informative if you're novice to the game the pll but yeah, the PLL, the Outdoor League, very cool. Paul Rabel. Um, so what's I, the PLL stand for? Premier Lacrosse League. Premier Lacrosse Premier League. Premier Lacrosse League. That's a League. real small one you were talking about, right? Yes. They're like infancy stages? Yeah, they're, they're inaugural year. Okay. Yes. And uh, they, like I say, they did it awesome because their very first one, their very first week, they did in New England okay. at Gillette Stadium. Okay. New England Patriot football coach Bill Belichick, huge lacrosse fan. Belichick's involved. Belichick's a huge... Well, he's not involved, but he's no? a huge fan. Oh, okay. He actually... His uh, father was the coach at the Naval Academy. Oh, wow. So Belichick grew up on lacrosse. And he is on record saying that, you know, if it wasn't for football, he'd probably be involved in lacrosse. Nice. So they had him there, had him talking a little bit. They had Teddy Bruschi, you know, um, uh, the old New England linebacker there. So they did a nice job in Foxborough promoting it. I thought they did a great job. But yeah, it's the PLL... Premier Lacrosse League, and it is uh, founded by Paul Rabel, hell of a lacrosse player. Had the privilege of seeing him at the uh, NLL All-Star Game, I believe it was back in 2010. That was the same uh, same All-Star Game that I bumped shoulders with Johnny Tavares, the great Johnny Tavares cool. from the cool. Buffalo Bandits. So, again, I digress. I'm talking lacrosse, and I'm throwing out names that some people maybe have never heard of, but if you watch this game, if you get into this sport, you will know who these people it's are. It's very, very addictive. Very my, addictive. My mother, who does not watch sports, is addicted to watching lacrosse on TV. That's a true story, and I, I know Jan very well, and... Yeah, she doesn't like a lot of things. She likes lacrosse. <laughs> I'd say she loves it, to be honest with you. It's very true. It's very true. So we're going to take a quick make, uh, break. I can't talk today. I swear to God, there's something in the air. Pretty much. I feel like that. What is it? Porky pig. I'm not wearing any pants either, ironically. I'm just kidding. We're going to take... Well, you should know you're sitting right next to me. I'm not looking, just in case. He's lying to you people. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back North Northern Exposure Variety Pack, just bullshit and talking about whatever we want. Thank you for listening. Be right back. 
All right, welcome back to the Northern Exposure Variety Pack. I'm your host, Jay North. we got a lot of big things that are coming out on the horizon. I've been telling you guys that we're going to get into that beer review uh, podcast, and we're actually going to take you on a special journey uh, this upcoming Sunday. I apologize. This upcoming episode that we'll be recording on Sunday is what we like to call in the industry MA17, and this will involve me and... Uh, let's see how many guys are going to be in the garage at least nine I want to say real good friends go way back you thought the time with me and Jeff Whiting was a good time ladies and gentlemen I am going to give to you an exclusive sneak peek at the group of guys I call the JOC first and foremost fuck every single one of you that's the time of year that we are in our annual fantasy football draft is coming up and I know I'm not the only one that plays this silly game. Ladies, don't tune out. This message is actually for you. I want to try to help you understand why we do some of the shit that we do that you think is stupid. All right? You think I know some ladies play fantasy football and they're really really goddamn good at it. And uh if you're one of those ladies listening, thank you for listening. And thank you for being awesome. You have no idea how much you actually turn your significant other on, uh, especially if they like football. If they don't like football, it could be a mute point, but I, I digress. Fantasy football, for this particular league, that you listeners will get insight to, I got my buddy Jake Miller, I got my other buddy Sean Curley, they're super excited. They were about three quarters into a bottle of Tito's when the idea came about. But they called me up one night. Uh, Kevin, who's sitting in with me, was actually in the kitchen, and we probably rambled on for about 45 minutes. They're chomping at the bit to let you in. This fantasy football league is special. I began it back in 2004 when my wife and I moved down to Newport News, Virginia. Shout out to the Hampton Roads area and some of the people that I'm still cool with in that region of the country. But I started it. Because I said to myself, Self, you're 600 miles away from your good friends that are like brothers. How in the hell are you going to close a 600-mile gap and maintain a valuable and healthy relationship and friendship? And I said, God damn it, it's fantasy football. So I sent out a few emails. And before you know it, we had a 12-man league that as we sit here, in 2019 still exists how silly right we play this game and we're able to maintain our friendships and talk shit and feel like we have a purpose the league has evolved to the point where the draft day is written in our calendars like it's goddamn christmas because now as almost 40 year old men with fatter bellies and way worse hairlines this gives us an excuse to get together at least once in a significant manner every calendar year to go back in time, get with your boys, get drunk. Oh, oh, will we get drunk? There's no doubt about it, we're going to be drunk. We are really good bocce ball players, and we play really drunk. Um, but that's besides the point. This is an excuse for us to get together, absolutely. And as we've evolved into married men with wives and children, we have taken it to the next level. 
And we let the wives and the kids come, Kevin, after we're done drafting our football teams. Family affair? It becomes a family affair. Yes. This is the league, ladies. Again, we're talking about friendships and maintaining relationships. You guys want to have your girls' night out and go dancing and whatever else you do. I mean, my wife has gone away without me. She's gone on girls' trip weekends. She's gone to New York City with her mom and her aunt. Well, in December, when the season's over, we've gotten on a limo bus, gotten shit-faced, and had that bus take us to Buffalo, New York, (laughs) so we could party until 4 o'clock in the morning in what was called a fantasy football banquet. And uh, a good friend of mine named Ken will never live that night down because he was up on that blackjack table and he should have walked away. But they gave him a handful of money before he got there and God damn it, he didn't miss it all that time. Why would he miss it after he lost it on the blackjack table? Who cares if he was up a couple hundred bucks? He didn't miss it. We had a great time and he lost that money in the amount of time it took me to order a beer and walk back over to that table. You suck at blackjack, Ken. But that's the point, ladies. It's so a bunch of grown men can get together and actually play. That's what we're doing. We're playing. We're playing. We're playing as best we can. You know? We're old. We smell like Ben Gay. We don't move as quick as we used to. When you play in leagues as a grown married man with a family, oh, God help you if you get injured. You get injured. It hurts to get injured. And then you got to hear it from your wife about how come you still play this silly silly shit. My wife will tell you about the time. This is a phone call you're not expecting. Your husband plays in a flag football league. Why am I getting a phone call that he's got a concussion and his head split open? Why? Well, because we go hard. That's why. But this is going to be a good time. And you people are going to meet some interesting characters that I look at as brothers not just friends and we don't get to talk all the time you know together anymore we have we don't get to hang out as much as we used to anymore we've got wives we've got kids we've got families we've got kids and activities now haha eureka that's the big difference right right there it's one thing when they fit in the stroller and the little baby seat for the car it's another thing when they're you know middle school grade school i got an activity i gotta go to tonight kev my head is always spinning 360 degrees and this particular league is special. And there's another league I play in that my uncle plays in, and it's kind of the same thing. I think it's in its 33rd year. Wow. Yeah, 33rd year. So that's right, ladies. We're playing. We're being immature, and we're playing. And we're picking, fa- we're picking real players, and we're putting them on a fake team that it costs us money to buy. Because we always play for money. <laughs> we gamble. And in this particular league, we have side bets out the ass. But that's what we're doing. We're playing. And it's all because we appreciate the relationships. That's my argument. If you don't agree, oh well. And if you are a lady that plays fantasy football, good for you. And I hope you kick ass at it. I hope you're one of those women that play fantasy football that all the guys in the league are actually kind of afraid of. We played with a doctor. I won't give up her name. But you had to get up awfully early on a Wednesday morning if you were going to get a good waiver pick. If you didn't get up before 6 a.m., you were screwed. You were screwed. She got that player that you thought you were up 6.15, you thought was early enough? No. 
Not for this person. She always sniped you on the waiver wire the day it went live. She was damn good. But that's why we do it, ladies. It's to maintain friendships. It's to talk some shit. My phone has been blowing up all day. We are just five days away from the draft. Apparently yours truly forgot to actually submit his keeper. Even though I verbally declared who it was, it's going to be Carson Wentz of the Philadelphia Eagles. I neglected to go on Yahoo, go on my roster, and actually pick him. So now I get the uh, uh, prestiged honor this upcoming uh, Sunday at the draft to be the beer bitch. And I will do one hell of a job. I can promise you that. I can promise you that. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Northern Exposure. I got my good friend Kevin Groth uh, here sitting in with me today, just kind of jamming along to this variety pack edition of Northern Exposure podcast. Now I am joined by my offspring. Yay! Yay! My son Jacob! Say hello, Jacob. Hi. Jacob, you are getting ready for summer to be over. Wait, what? You are getting ready for summer to be over. You have to come a little bit closer, too. You have to, like, come closer to the microphone. You can't be shy, okay? There's a difference between being shy. No one can hear you. You're mumbling. Exactly. Yeah. So, you're about to go into seventh grade. How do you feel about that? You're about to... You are... Your next birthday, you are a teenager. So fill the world in. What's cool for you little fools right now? What's hot? What's hot? Right. Like Basically. what's cool? What what shows are you watching? Well, what music are you listening to? Uh, what's the best fun game to play? What's the newest app okay. to use? Okay. You are you are that techie generation of 2019. Okay. Tell the listeners all that stuff. Go. Well, the show that I watch, it's called The 100. The 100. And I also watch a show called Riverdale and uh-huh. Stranger Things, which I'm sure that a lot of you watch. Stranger Things is River- popular. I've Riverdale, heard of people talk about it. Riverdale and The 100 are both on the CW channel. Okay. But I watch them on Netflix, because why not? You watch them on Netflix. Okay, but and what are they about? Like, what's, what is The 100th about? The 100. Yeah, The 100. What, oh, the basically. 100. Is that like a number? Yeah, like okay. a number. Uh, so basically... There's a nuclear explosion, and then everybody has to go up to space, but some people survive it. So then they send a hundred prisoners down that are all teenagers to go uh-huh. see if the Earth is habitable oh. in a dropship. So they get down on the dropship, but their radio crashes, so they can't contact up to the spaceship, which they call the Ark. Really? And then they find out that there's other people down there. So basically they're surviving due to... Um, just working together. And this is a show? Yeah. Okay, and how many seasons is it in? Right now on Netflix, there's six. Six seasons? It's been out a while then? Yeah. Okay. All right, and what's that rated? I don't know. What would you say it's rated? Do they say F-words? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 I do know. It's... What's it rated? It's rated mature. It's rated mature? Yeah. And this is what middle schoolers are watching? I don't know anybody that watches it, but I know that, like, a bunch Okay, of what about your Riverdale and whatnot? Uh, there's some other people at school that watch it. Yeah, and what was the other show? Uh, Stranger <coughs> Things. Stranger Things. A lot of people watch Stranger Things. Yeah. How many episodes is that? 
episodes. There's only or like how many seasons. seasons, I mean, I'm sorry. Three seasons. Three seasons. In each episode, no, season one has eight, season two has nine, and season okay. three has eight. And Luke Perry used to be in it. No, that's Riverdale. Riverdale, sorry. Luke Perry was in Riverdale, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Who's in Stranger Things? Uh, like Lily who's... Bobby Brown, Sadie Sink, Finn Wolfhart, Gaten Matarazzo, uh, Noah Schnapp. Okay. That's Do I suck because I don't Italian know... Italian Dyer. Okay. Do I suck because I don't know who any of those people are? Yeah. Okay. But I work real hard for you. You got a good life, right? Yep. Okay, good, because that's why I don't know who any of those people are. All right, so you watch those shows. You know what I've been watching lately? What? Letter Kenny. Yep. I... Do you know what Letter Kenny is? Me? Yeah. I watched the one episode about Fartbook. <laughs> Fartbook, that was funny. No, I like Letterkenny because it's it's a Canadian show and it makes me think of Jay and Allie. Because it's Canadian. That's weird. It is It is weird, but that's what I, that's my connection to them. That's I, the only reason you watch it? No, I think it's funny as hell, actually. I think it's really, really funny. Kevin, what about you? You got any shows you're into right now? Actually, I uh, have to agree with Jake. Uh, I watched The 100. I've got oh. every single episode watched so far and I'm waiting for the next season if it ever happens. No shit. So when did this show start? Oh wow. The first time I encountered it I think it was already like a year old. And okay. That was when I lived in Cali. Ah. Yeah, so that's back in 2017 okay. that I discovered it. Okay. And you said it's in six seasons Jake? Six? Yeah. Six. six. Okay. Yeah. Alright. I know. Might be, there might be oh. a live season going on right and, now. I'm not sure. Okay. And another show I watch. Yeah, what else? Which I know that you watch. What do you watch? Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. I like Rick and I Morty. I'm looking watch. forward to the new episode of Rick and Morty. What is it, November 20th? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. Wubba Lubba Dub Dub is right. I like Rick and Morty. I think Rick Sanchez is my uh, spirit animal. Do you agree with that? You don't know anything about science. I don't need to know about science to have the sarcasm of Rick Sanchez. <coughs> and you don't get drunk a lot. And actually, I was pretty good at science growing up. Yeah, Rick does get I drunk. I want you to make a portal gun. I can't make a portal gun. I can't. But oh, what I yeah. can do is provide you with the most beautiful eyewear you've ever seen. Um, no, can't make a portal gun. Um, so, okay, so what movies are out right now that are really cool? Ooh, Good Boys. Good Boys? <laughs> I know We're you've been dying. Well, tell the people why you didn't get to see it the first time, because you overslept, and I think your best friend Price can probably vouch for that. I think he told you to come on. Like, what was his quote to you? Like, no, that oh, come Josh. on, Jacob. No, that wasn't Josh. That no, was... that was Josh. No, that was Price. It was in this living room. No, it was Josh. I don't... I don't no, I, because I, I FaceTimed Joshua later. I know you did, but Price was actually here when that happened. He said it in person, not over Facebook or FaceTime or whatever. Facebook. So, are you excited about going back to school? What's school? Hmm. It's this place you go to learn. It's just became so irrelevant. Over it the has summer. become irrelevant over the summer, sure. But did summer go by fast on you? Too fast. For me, it went by fast. It feels like just yesterday we were at the lake. Yeah. And you were fishing with your sister, and she had to take <laughs> all the she had to take all the worms off the hook. You sissy. None of them were worms. There was, was a fish. Cheese. She had to take she had to take the she had, Juliana had to take all the fish off the hook for you. Is that accurate? There was just one giant fish that was like this big. Like, and you caught it? No, we didn't. You didn't catch, catch it. it. We almost did it. You it almost did. It got onto did. my hook. Got onto your hook. But it got off. Okay, I understand. So, what do you look forward to the most going back to school, if anything, or nothing? Seeing some of my friends. Some that of them. I can't yeah. Talk to them during the summer. Okay. Okay. So, 
Oh, man, Mom just texted she's going to be late and might have to meet us at Pinebrook. That's an awful thing. People, my life is so busy, and oh, we're, that, we're going to a school thing tonight, and I, now I might have to just meet her there at 6 o'clock. It's fantastic. We got some 7th graders going there, too. 7th graders are going to Pinebrook? Well, you are a 7th grader, so... Yeah, me so. and Josh are going. Oh, exciting. Maddie might. Very exciting. I don't know who else goes. Look at the fog in this room from the diffuser. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I've got the essential oils. I swear by them, and I've got this room defogged. It looks like a baby. So, all right, so we figured out your shows and uh, all that good stuff. Like, what kind of music are you kids listening to these days? <laughs> a lot of people. I know you've been loving Billie Eilish, and I'm trying to understand it. Like, it's okay, but it doesn't speak to my spirit. Same with your music. My music, if you listen to the words, might speak to your spirit. I don't understand Billie Eilish with Bad Boys. Like it, it sounds like the one, and the one song I feel bad for her. It sounds like she's choking. She's like, uh, uh, wait, wait, which song? Bad guy. Yeah, maybe that's the one. It's like she's choking a little bit. I feel like I should give her the Heimlich. What? You know, like help her choke that up. That's I don't know. I don't know. How long is she? So, you, well, who's your music right now? Go tell me. Billie Eilish. Mhm. So you don't like any bands. You don't like any rock music at all. You don't like anybody that plays guitar. Is that accurate? To speak loudly. No, her brother plays guitar with her. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, did you know that Ed, uh, Ed Sheeran tried to do a rock song? Did you know about that? You told me. Yeah. Soft rock. Did you, no, it was on Octane. Did you listen to it? No. I think it was called like Blow or something. Can't remember what it was called. I, because you know. So, anyway, that's fine. So, that's all you got for music is just Billie Eilish. You got nothing else. Mm. Nothing. No. Nothing. Oh, no, no, no. I like Queen. Okay. That's rock music. Yeah. You like Queen. There's hope for you yet. All right. What about if you like Queen, you should try Judas Priest? No. Yes, you should. If you like Queen, you should try ACDC. I'm serious. Ask Kevin. If you like Queen, you should try Rush. Yeah. Oh, what the hell, son? Why are you all dirty? Oh, it's probably for my bike. It's a bike chain. I first of all, we got we got You got to like, take a shower. You should probably get in the shower before we I go. I took a shower yesterday. Oh, well, you should and wash your legs, more. man. You got chain oil all over your legs. Okay, I'll just get. This is real life, people. This is how it goes. What about oh. ta- what about taekwondo for you, son? How's that going? I am a blue belt. A blue belt, and he hasn't been to class at all this week. So you know. <laughs> oh, and. And. Oh, I know Pig Latin. No, don't share that I with us. I don't speak it fluently. A lot of people speak the Pig Latin. I want to talk to you about the Taekwondo. The what's taekwondo. your What's your favorite part of it? Kicky feet. No, not kicky feet. What's your favorite part of it? Like, what do you like the most about it? Where I can kick my feet. Okay, so you're serious about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very intellectual right now. Um, all right, fine. So, uh, so there's no art class for you this year, is there? No, there's only tech. Only tech. And what kind of tech is it? Like uh, techno you, music? What do you do? You work on cars. Oh, that's pretty they cool. Have cars that you can work on. Okay. You build stuff. Like oil changes and stuff, teaching you some basics? What is it? I don't know. I don't know. You should find out. And so, pay attention to that stuff, though. That's like, at least useful. It's kind of like STEM. STEM. I don't know what STEM is. Science, technology, engineering, I, and math. Where I came from, STEMs were bad. <laughs> Dad, you signed me up for STEM like two years Kev, ago. Kev, you remember where we come from, the block we grew up on, STEMs were bad. You didn't want no STEM. No, you didn't no, want STEM. No STEMs, no sticks, no seeds. Anyway, 
Well, good luck to you in seventh grade. Do you feel like you're a veteran now since it'll be your second year at this school? We didn't finish off the segment. What segment? What else do you want to talk about? The apps. The what? Games. Oh, yeah. Tell us about some apps. Yeah. You got some apps you want to share with the people? Tell me. Yeah, let me open up. Yeah. I, no, if you got some information you need to give us, give it to us. What apps? Is there any apps out there that parents should be concerned about? Like, you know as a kid that these are some bad juju and you shouldn't do it? Bad juju? Yeah, bad juju. No, you should know right off the top of your head if you want to talk about these things. What are they? What apps? Like, what do you feel about TikTok? You like TikTok? Eh. There's some business people that think TikTok will be huge. Like, huge for business. What do you think? I see just a bunch of silly videos and people trying to time shit out to music. I see really bad content most of the time. On TikTok? Yeah, well, you're... you're yeah, it's, it's not like, that good. It's like a budgeted vine. A budgeted vine, okay. Okay, but that's where Bat Dad came from. Bat Dad's pretty funny. <laughs> I remember Bat that. Bat Dad was pretty funny. Haven't seen him in a while. Is he done? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, who are these people you listen to? Like, what is it? Uh, Pussy Pie and PewDiePie or whatever? PewDiePie, Pewdie- yeah. PewDiePie, <laughs> yeah, PewDiePie, dude. Who's PewDiePie? Who is that? Uh, he... Okay, he has he's having the best week of his life the right now. The best week of his life? He beat the Ender Dragon in Minecraft. He hit Ooh. 2 million followers on oh. his subreddit. He hit 100 million uh, subscribers on YouTube. And Hold on, wait. And he got married. Two, so he got married this week. Congratulations, PewDiePie. Is he the guy with the ponytail? What? He pulls his hair back in like a ponytail? That's Sunday. That's he Sunday. Okay, never mind. Different hair. guy. All right, so PewDiePie. So he got married. Yeah. You said he's got 2 million followers? On his subreddit. And it's, what is that? What is a subreddit? Okay, so on Reddit he's got two million. And then how many in the other? A hundred million. How the hell did he get a hundred million followers for playing Minecraft? Uh, he just recently started playing Minecraft again. But that's how he got started, right through Minecraft? Uh Uh-huh, his first episode. And he's got a hundred million, so a hundred million people will just watch this dude play video games? Yeah. Why? Because he's the best. The best at what? Minecraft? Uh, that's true. I'm confused. How does he have a hundred million? How, son? (laughs) How many followers do you have? Me? Yeah, how many? Uh, let me check. Right now, on my YouTube channel, remember, I uploaded that Stranger Things video. Yeah, I know you did. My YouTube channel is named Snowy, if you want to I'm going to try to text your mother back while we're doing this. So, your your YouTube name (laughs) is, you could tell people, tell them, tell them. My YouTube name is Snowy. Snowy. Really go follow it. I have four hundred and forty two subscribers right now. Do you? Yeah, look. Really? Well good for you, son. And are these people all people that you know or are they some strange people? Some organic strange people, people, if you will. I like organic content. Good for you. Wait, good for you. Me. Do you want to give the podcast a shameless plug on your snowy? Shameless. I've never freaking heard of snowy people. I'm you, learning today. What? I've never heard of Snowy. What else you got for us? Is there anything yeah. else on there? Anything else on yeah. there? On my phone? Do you do the Instagram? Or do they call it the gram? No, mom made me delete it, do you the, do you, you need to do the book face, right? Facebook? Yeah, Facebooks. I don't have that. You don't have Facebook? Do you TikTok? TikToks. No. Juju does TikToks. Oh my God, so it's does so Jessie. cringy. Yeah, TikToks. Okay, there's TikToks. Yeah. So what else? Are there any apps out there that are bad? Is there anything out there right now trying to steal kids that you know of or anything crazy like that? No. No, nothing? Not that I know of. Not that you know of? Okay. So the kids... Is there any stupid challenges out there right now that the kids are doing? The Blue Whale Challenge. The Blue Whale Challenge? What the hell is that? That makes you commit suicide. No, that's a bad thing. We're not going to talk about that. That's stupid. 
Yeah, you ask about bad challenges. Yeah, that's that's beyond bad. That's fatal. It still exists. It's it's yeah, it's pretty dumb. I don't know. I don't understand people for that. So, all right. So now what? So you're going into seventh grade, and I don't know what do you what do you expect? What do you expect it to? You expect to be more homework, harder classes. What do you expect? Do you expect Nothing. to get your first pimple this year? Because I think you're getting close. Actually. <gasps> What, are you you already right got one. He's already got one. It hurts. Yeah. Yeah, they no, do. No, I got one earlier in the they year. They do hurt. Summer. They do hurt. This is an emotional time, Kevin. <clears throat> My son is hitting that. Uh, what do we call it? Prepubescence. The danger age. The, the danger, danger age. age. From from twelve to fifteen, you're gonna be a greasy mess. Thank I'm just you. warning you. But that's just the way it is, son. That's how it goes. Little pimples here and there. You gotta make sure you wash your face. And even if you do wash your face, it's not going to matter. They're still going to show up. Wash your nose. They really hurt on the nose. You don't want them on the nose, I'm telling you. And Especially it's... when they get in the inside. Oh, hell. Stop, 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 oh. stop. Kevin, 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 Kevin. Oh, hell. It feels like someone's stabbing you with oh, a sharp needle. Hell. Or Kevin, right Kevin. here. Or right here. No. Right here oh, in the yeah. corner, right in the crease. Yeah, those are oh, too. That is brutal. That is brutal. So, you know what? I'm here for you, son. And there's products that you can use to keep good hygiene and try to keep that stuff to a minimal. And you will get a pimply back, probably. You get, little, you get little pimples on the yeah, back there. Disgusting. It uh, is, but it's part of life. For that. You got any You got any questions for two old men before you embark on middle school? Anything you'd like to know? You can ask us anything. Can I break my arm again? No, you dumbass. <laughs> Why would you want to do that? Ask us a real question. Legit. Come on. You're a smart guy. Give me a question. What do you got? You got anything? Nothing. Staring in the space. I'm thinking. Okay, think a little harder. Hmm. Huh. Uh-huh. What are you going to do? How late did you stay up last night, too? You slept till 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I was busy watching the afternoon. Yeah, till what, 5 in the morning? 4. Oh, see, I told you, Kat. I lost track of time. 4 or 5 o'clock, you stayed up till to sleep that late. Yeah. All right, anyway, what do you want to ask quick before I go take a break? Huh. What questions should I I don't know. What questions do you want to ask? I don't know what I want to ask, Dad. Well, then I'm going to cut you off. You're out of here. You think the Giants stand the shot in hell this year? Wait, do I have to go to school? Do you have to go to school? Yeah, because I can't homeschool you. I would, you'd have detention with me every day. I can homeschool myself. You would have detention with me every day. How many classes did you skip? Me? Oh, my God. Did you listen to that episode with me and Jeff? No. In high school, I did. St. Lawrence, it was impossible. You couldn't do it. One hallway. Where are you going to go? But in high school, yeah, I, I did it. And you know what? I regret it because some of those teachers are really, really sweet people and I gave them a very hard time for no apparent reason. I never talked back. I was just a shenanigan guy. How many classes did you skip? Oh, I can't count them. I can't been... count them. There's no way. How did you skip a class? Oh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> we don't usually get caught when we try to. Do you have security guards? They don't like catch everywhere. you? They don't no. catch you? They're blind. What do they mean they're blind? They can't see the kids? Well, you got ninja dust or something? It's either... Oh, one time I skipped like a whole class. Just The sitting. whole thing. Just sitting in the hallway. Just do looking you, at ducks. The only thing we can do in St. Lawrence, the closest we could get, was to wait about 10-15 minutes into the class, raise your hand, and say you needed to go to the bathroom. And stay there. And just kind of make that face like you had to do the poopies. And then you would just go down there, and you would just sit on the toilet as long as you possibly could. That was like your break. St. Lawrence, great place. 
I got a great education. I met a lot of beautiful people. But Jacob, one hallway. Kindergarten through eighth grade, one hallway. We drive past it on gym? North Greece Road. Well, there's a gym, but the gym was done at the end of the foyer. There was no hallway to the gym. The gym was in the entranceway. You know, you went Boy Scouts there. Deacon Hall was not there when I was a kid, dude. It wasn't the same capacity it is now. It was totally different. Deacon Hall used to be the first ever gym before that big gym was built. Oh. That big gym used to not be there, and then Deacon Hall used to be where we played. I'm telling you, different game. All right, so you don't have any other questions other than that? That's all you got for us? All right, you're all hopped up on Dr. Pepper. All right, go get cleaned up because eventually we got to make our way to Pinebrook. It was great talking to you, and I will talk to you again on another podcast. Wait, Jacob. you have TikTok? I do have TikTok. Dad. I downloaded it. I downloaded it last night. You caught Dad. me. Caught me red-handed. Say goodbye to the people, Jake. Bye, people. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Northern Exposure. In our final segment, I am joined by my good buddy Kevin Groth, and we're going to get into some of his recent uh, business developments momentarily. Also joined by my middle child and the cause for my aneurysm in my chest, Hiya. my daughter Juliana Rose. Juge, say hello. Hiya. Say it right. Hi. Now, you were explaining to me before we came back onto the air, we're about to go to this school event. And you were explaining to me this Visca Girl crap. What is Visca Girl? A Visco Girl, Dad. A Visco? Like disco, but with a V? Yes. Alright, what is that? A Visco Girl? Well, the steps of being a Visco Girl, you gotta have your Hydro Flask. I see you don't have one. A Hydro Flask? It's a water bottle. A water bottle. It's organic. Why don't you just call it a water bottle? Because a Hydro Flask is a more efficient name. Is it? Yes. Okay. Dad. How about an H2O canister? Anyway, what else? What is what else? You have to have scrunchies and you have to have metal straws to save the turtles. Metal straws. Your shell necklaces. Do you know somebody poked their eye out with a metal straw? It's a true story. Do you still feel good about them? Yes, but maybe that person was just like not doing it right. Not um, doing it right? Okay. You have to wear a large t-shirt. And you have to have your hair in a messy bun. Hair in a messy bun. Kevin, have you ever heard of a Visco girl? This is the first time I've heard of it. A Visco girl. Never so a Visco girl is like so good for the environment, like totes adorbs. Is that what it is? No? No. Well, enlighten me. Well, Visco girls are also on TikTok. Speaking of TikTok, my favorite TikTok is give me some skills when I don't want to pay for them. Then I went up to the store and attendants came up to me and was like, what that bag? Then, I, then he grabbed my arm and I said, don't touch me. Okay. Um, geez. I, yeah, I don't even know what to say. See, um, now I've never been on TikTok, so I'm, uh, well, I'm totally lost I, right now. I Let's recently... I recently just downloaded TikTok, and you basically get... What? Is it, is it 10 seconds, Juliana? Do you get 10 seconds? How long is it? 15 to 60. You get 15 to how much? 60. 15 to 60 second video. It almost sounds like Snapchat in a way. Sort of. Like children's Sort of. I don't know. But there's some business people that think TikTok is the wave of the future for advertising. i heard that too. You joined TikTok. Mm-hmm. Do you have an account? I do. I have a TikTok account. I haven't put anything on it yet. I'm oh nervous God. too because I don't know what to do. Oh I feel God. I feel like oh God. 
I feel like for this podcast... I'm going to tell all my friends how much of an embarrassment that is. I'm an embarrassment to you? Yes! Why did you download TikTok? You, that's creepy. Like, a 38-year-old man just on TikTok scrolling through the For You page. Uh, actually, all the 38-year-old man wants to do is put his own content on there to promote his podcast. That's all I want okay, to do. Okay, let's do a little challenge here. Oh, now. listen to let's this. Do, okay. What's your username? My username is just JNorth. And mine's JujuRose050192. Okay. Let's see who can get the most follower, followers. Ooh, how? Ooh, a contest. We're having a contest. All I right, it's happening. It's action time. I currently have 150 Hang followers. Hang on, hold on. 150. Okay, let's let get me, this going. Don't let me forget I got to bring that shirt to mom, okay? I got to bring a shirt to mom. I actually downloaded. Yes, I downloaded TikTok, Juliana. And I'm on there, at JNorth15. So what's your contest? Go. All right, first person to 100,000. 100,000 what? Followers. That's a lot of followers. That's a lot. That's going to take well, a long time. Well, then good content. Make it realistic. No, well, right. how many followers do you have right now, Miss Thang? 150. 150. So why don't you say 1,000? How about 500. You already have a head start, though. Well, that's not my fault. I just started with TikTok. You, well, you joined late, so... Why don't... Okay, so, Kevin, what's fair? Well, How do we do it fair? Book. What's a fair contest? I'd say go to 250 for followers. Okay, 250. Uh, and... I'm going to side with Juju. I think she deserves a handicap because she doesn't have... Well, she's ability. already got it. Exactly. So she, she only needs 100 more followers. Exactly. Sit down. I've gotten 1,000 likes before and 3,000. Okay, but that's so not it's followers. Just like with golf or bowling, give yeah. her a handicap. All right. 250? All right. Because you got to think, you've got all your other social media that you're mm-hmm. promoting this site on mm-hmm. and this podcast on. Yeah. So you right, kind of right. Advantage, yeah. Right? Do I? So don't go following him. Follow me okay, because well, I'm my better TikTok, than him. It's at JNorth15. At Jujuro 0501. I'm about to. At J N A U E R T H 15. TikTok. And, and mine. first one of us to 250 followers. And mine's J U J U R O S E 0501. Okay. And I'm giving her a 150 uh, follower head start because that's what she's got. Well, that's because At I least so didn't. she tells me. She could have 215 and be lying her ass off, and I could be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> um, so anything else you would like to say before we talk to Kevin about some business changes oh, he's what's, made? What's the prize for the winner? Well, so, yeah, what is the prize oh, for the winner? Oh, 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 Tell me. Oh, what is the prize, Jim? And is there a time limit on this contest? There's no time well, limit. Well, until you get to 250, okay, I guess. Okay, just the first one to get there. Okay. Okay, let's think of a problem. Right, you got it. Now, Juju, if, if you lose, what are you going to do for your father? If I lose, I'll clean my room. No. If, no, that's part of your daily chores. No, nope, I don't want that. That's a hard no. Okay. I want a... I'll pick up the dog poop. For a week. For, for a week. week. And Every day. And if you lose, you have to buy me whatever I want on Amazon. No. Mm. Yes. No. I meant that. No. <laughs> no, just one. One is dog poop. The other one carries a monetary value. They are not the same prize. Okay. Um, then you have to... How about this? I'll let you play another year of travel soccer. How about you already paid for my travel soccer? So that would be... 
So that would mean... Oh, you have to take me to the movies. That would mean you need to pick up the dog poop you anyway. You have to take me to the movies with Hector. Me, you, and Hector will go see um, scary stories to tell at night. That's going to be a train wreck, but I would be down. If people remember, Hector was a special guest on the main Hector's TV. Hector's my best friend. Yeah, Hector is Juliana's best friend. Hector, if you're listening, what's going on? Hector Manuel, uh, man TV, murder one. Uh, obviously, you struck a chord with this young lady. She wants us to take her to the movies, and she wants to ride in your car with the fuzzy steering wheel. So you got to make it <laughs> And happen. the lights. And the lights. And the roof Whatever off. The, the roof off with the lights down, so we gotta get to it before no, it's pumpkin the lights fest are time. Rainbow. I know they are. Listen, we only got a couple more minutes, Kevin. I wanted to talk to you real quick. Um, I was trying to. You had CBDX shop before, right? And right. recently, you sold that, and tell people what you are doing now. Well, uh, I wanted to change things up to reflect more on the natural side of things. Uh, seems how CBD products and hemp extract specifically is a natural product. So I changed, a, a, just made a business decision really. Yeah. Uh, I had a vote up on my Facebook page and had the original CBDXshop.com as one vote. And the next vote was another site that I'd purchased the domain for, which is www or I'm sorry, www.natures-little-helper.com. Nice. And I had my users vote on who the winner would be and went nice. with Nature's Little Helper. So I've had a complete redesign of the website. Um, you know, it's exciting times. Sold, cool. the, sold the other URL, so that's no longer mine. Cool. Uh, I do a gentleman over in Oregon, and he's happy with that. So both parties are happy, and, you know, things are going good. Beautiful. And I tried, I know you don't have it branded yet and it's not ready to roll out to the market, but I got a little, uh, I can't call it a sneak peek, let's call it a sneak taste of the <laughs> peanut butter. Yeah. And that was delicious, man. That Thank was, um, man, if I could describe it to people, that was just pure, unsalted peanut butter. I think you told me off air it was gluten friendly. Remind me. Uh, yeah, gluten's a wheat product. And, yeah. Uh, there is only three items in my peanut butter, and obviously none of them is made out of wheat. Right. Uh, you know, it's it's dry roasted peanuts, organically grown and sourced here in the U.S. Nice. Uh, we've got the um, uh, a carrier. It's a it's an MCT type of oil. Uh, it's fractionated oil. It's not from coconut like a lot of them are. Nice. Uh, this one is actually from palm kernel. Okay. Uh, it's got you know the same benefits, the omega fatty acids that are really good for you know, overall general health, uh, and then of course you've got your uh, CBD extract, your hemp extract. Uh, it's a broad spectrum extract. Nice. Uh, so it's kind of a triple whammy, and that's the only ingredients in there. There's no sugars, no salts, uh, other than the naturally derived sugars that the plant produces. I mean, right. And that's minimal. I think it was less than two percent. Anyhow. I mean, dude, I would compare that to crunching up a. Just some regular ballpark planters peanuts, unsalted, yeah. unsalted. Yeah. When I first but, tasted yeah, it it's too, peanuts. I, see, now that's the thing. The manufacturer that I've got creating this product, or you know, making this formula for me, they hit it right out of the ballpark with the first taste test. Oh, it was delicious. I told them, don't change a thing. Uh-uh, no. And again, it's, there's no salt. There's no added sugars to it. It's just a a very small amount, trace amount that's natural in a peanut. Yeah, very um, good. You know, it, there's no preservatives in nope. this. There's, there's nothing, and everything is organically derived. So, hmm. 
It's a great product. It, it's it's soon to hit the shelves. Nice. Um, I've got the product locked in. Nice. Uh, I've got sample, obviously, that I've got that I've got for you know some friends and whatnot, and mm -hmm. some close retailers that I deal with here locally in Rochester. Um, but those decals, the labels for the jars, are in production phase. Sweet. Uh, as soon as I've got my hands on those, it will be released to the public. Awesome, awesome. And you're still doing the CBDMD stuff too, right? Oh yeah, CBDMD oh, yeah. is one of my flagship carriers. Uh, you know, for example, yeah, I was gonna say I use the freeze. freeze. Yeah, yep. stuff's great. Uh, it's basically people compare it to without you know, it, it, it's a gel. Yeah, gel, and it's got that same nice cooling, icy feel to yep. it. I uh, can't spit out any brand names, but it's similar to a brand name of a non-CBD product. Correct. Um, it goes on smooth, absorbs fast, yep. gives you that nice tingles, so yep. gives you that instant <laughs> cooling type of pain relief instantly. It does. Uh, and then that gives time for the CBD to absorb through and start doing its action. Absolutely. Great product line. Great product line. Great product line. So good things, exciting things. And, you know, that's kind of why I wanted to just give you a shout out, kind of present that part of it. Because when we brought you on in the first ever episode, you know, talking about the CBD business, I've had a filmmaker on here. I've had another entrepreneur on here. It's nice to see a success story. Got a sale of an original business concept and idea on that website, domain name, and you moved on to some bigger and better things. In my opinion, I think you're offering a cooler uh, well, with you know, lack of a better word, a cooler, and a more diverse product line now under the Nature's Little Helper uh, brand. I like what you got going on. Yeah, I so. mean the new the new uh, product lines too. I just released a new product line that I'm working as a partner with uh, on the website. Um, you know, I've got all sorts of beauty products now. There's mud mask. Yep. There's uh, facial scrub. There's um, some full-spectrum oils now. I've got three different uh, varieties of full-spectrum oils. Nice. Um, you know, so there's some beauty products involved in there, too. Uh, and that's that's going to be huge. One of them, ladies, uh, don't fight, but uh, how much do you pay for your facial uh, collagen serums? Sometimes upwards of 100, 100 and a quarter. We've got product for you. We've got a facial serum that's collagen-based, and it has CBD in it now. And for about the same price, if not possibly cheaper than what you're spending on your standard collagen. Mm. So, it's, you know, it's it's there. It's available on the website. Awesome. Um, now, as a grand opening special, though. I was going to say, uh, you're doing any promos? Yeah, I've got some promos going now because it's only been open for a week now on the new website. If you go to Nature's Little Helper, again, it's natures-little-helper.com. Right in the dead center, as soon as you get to that page, you're going to find a grand reopening special. And you're going to be able to get 15% off your entire purchase with us. All you need to do is send us your email address. We'll send you a special code customized for you personally. Um, we don't spam people. We don't sell your email addresses. You'll only get notified if we have a brand new product to release to share with you. Or if there's a special that we want to make sure that you have the ability to capitalize on. But otherwise, we don't spam you. We hate spam. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so anti-spam, it's not even funny. So Yeah, I hear you uh, there. But that's 15% off. Sweet. And I've got another great one, too. Uh, on that site, I've got a, a page now, CBD Recipes. I was going to ask you, you had a recipes page. Yep, and these are going to be all uh, viewer-submitted recipes. Are those edible strawberries? These are edible strawberries. Aphrodisiacs with CBD. <laughs> Chocolate, yeah! Chocolate-covered CBD strawberries. You can find the full recipe on our site. It's again, natures-little-helper.com. And when people submit those, 
uh, once I've got at least three recipes submitted, okay. I'm going to open it up on our Facebook page with a vote. Okay. For the winner for that month. Nice. The winner of the month will end up with an additional 10% off. We can get a 10% code customized for them. But instead of just for one purchase, that 10% off will be good for an entire month while their recipe is highlighted on our spotlight on the website. Awesome. I love it. I love it, dude. That's Any cool. recipe can apply. That's you just cool. have to have CBD. Okay. And quite frankly, I don't care if it's not even my brand of CBD. Understandable. Because CBD can be interchanged with any brand. Right on. So if you have a favorite brand, highlight it. I don't right care. On. I'll even list your uh, brand's name on there. That's I'm awesome. not afraid of the other brand. I'm, a, I'm all about variety. I love it. I love it, and that's good stuff. And uh, yeah, I think that you're going to see the edibles come more and more as future goes on. It's just a, it's a nice, easy way to take it, and you know, oh, yeah. and with these recipes, it's freaking delicious. Yeah, and that peanut butter, uh, just to go back, touch base on that. That's going to be absolutely perfect for your fitness people because the yep. protein. Yep. It's going to be great for your natural and whole foods people because, like I said, zero preservatives, nothing's added. This is as natural a peanut butter as you can get other than Perfect. just mushing raw peanuts and eating it like that. Perfect. Well, that's awesome, my friend. I'm glad it's going well for you on the CBD side of things. I look forward to hearing some more good news from you. Look forward to following Nature's Little Helper. You guys, check out the website. Uh, check out the Facebook page. Like it. Follow it. You doing anything with Instagram yet on this front? Yeah, Instagram yeah. as well. Same thing. Uh, okay. Nature's Little Helper. Perfect. Same thing. Perfect. So, and as I say, I always thank everybody for listening. We've had fun these last few episodes. I want to give a shout out to my buddy Jeff Whiting, aka the Cat Tree Guy. He was just in with me uh, the last episode, and uh, we actually—it looks like we may have captured some sales for Jeff via that episode. So, you know, again, yeah, that's, I saw that. They look great. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Jeff was getting some nice action on his Facebook page. Uh, after that podcast, he was getting some questions, definitely getting some content on there, getting some back and forth. Happy about that. And we will have Jeff on again and again and again. Um, another thing that I want to introduce to everybody is uh, Michael Morris from Man TV's Murder One. He reached out to me a couple days ago, and he would actually like to try to get back in here for a few more episodes and introducing other various members of cast as we get ready to film this upcoming winter. Again, yours truly going to be an extra. Don't know what Michael's going to have me doing, but I look forward to the process. I hope it's one of those things where I get to spend some time on set, just kind of doing the whole damn thing, you know, and uh, seeing what that side of life looks like uh, from the creative standpoint. I think it's awesome, all that behind the scenes. I think we take for granted what we watch on the screen and what we watch on the big screen, you know, film and uh, you know all the behind the scenes to get that right to make it perfect so when it comes out to film it's a beautiful piece and people enjoy watching it uh, so again I look forward to getting back with Mike and some new members of cast that are going to be uh, sitting in with us we'll get to know them again before we start filming right here in Rochester New York this upcoming winter according to Michael get it kicked off a little bit of blood in the snow make you scratch your head make you think and my daughter Juliana is staring at me what do you have to say don't Follow my dad. Follow me. Oh, what? Uh, you know what? You're on my airtime. 
And you're and you're pulling this. Don't don't you don't you mess with nothing. And shout out to Hector because we're going to the movies because Dad's not gonna get two fifty before me. Hector, oh, she's, now she's acting. Oh, asking, I think she's asking Hector to help so, him out now. So first and foremost, she's uh, talking shit to me on my airtime, <laughs> and she's acting asking Hector for help. Um, so again, this is my life. I'm Jason North. This is Northern Exposure. Thank you so much for listening. I look I, I look forward to getting back in your ear the next time stay tuned for the fantasy football podcast coming up this weekend that'll probably be out sunday night possibly monday morning depending again on how drunk we get and stay tuned for the autumn beer review podcast coming up with a couple good buddies of mine including jay bucci uh, connor armstrong and anybody else that wants to participate we're drinking beer we're giving a review we're telling the people what we think thank you again i'm jason north this is northern exposure we will see you the next time